Thank you for tuning in to True Dominion Ministries podcast. I am your host, Latanya Stevens, here for Wednesday Night Bible Study. And tonight we are talking about Jesus returning. I am going to be very brief, and I hope that this word and the scripture really pierces your heart tonight. I believe that we have been, as a people, very passive. And we say things very loosely sometimes when it comes to the scriptures and when it comes to the things of God. The very first scripture I want to talk about is John 3, 16, which is a very familiar scripture. But I believe we always look at this scripture as, oh, we knew that as a baby. But do we really understand what it means? So John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent his son to this earth and amongst the people for us to believe in him and that he was the son of God. And many of us have lived our lives very carelessly. We have been very passive. We have been neglectful, we have been unruly, and most of all, disobedient to the word of God. So I want to read in the book of Revelations, chapter 19, verses 7 through 21. And I'm not going to say much after reading this because I really want you to hear the word of the Lord. I really want you to sit and meditate on this word. A lot of times we do so much talking and we talk over the scripture and we don't give people the time or the chance to really meditate on the word. And so I would encourage you to read this word um, amongst yourselves and really think about Jesus returning because he is coming back for his bride. He's not coming back for your career. He's not coming back for your coins. He's not coming back for your church building. He's not coming back for those things. He calls us the bride. The people of God, his church, one without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He's coming back for a perfect church. And so I want to read chapter uh, Revelations chapter 19, verses 7 through 21. It reads, let us be glad and rejoice. And let us give honor to him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb. And his bride has prepared herself. And his bride has prepared herself. I wanted you to hear that twice. She has been given the finest of pure white linen to wear. For the fine linen represents the good deeds of God. Holy for God's holy people. And the angel said to me, and this is John speaking, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, these are true words that come from God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers and sisters who testify about their faith in Jesus. Worship only God, 
for the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. I want to start right there for a second. Number one, you have to be a prepared bride. You cannot halfway live your life. You cannot haphazardly do things of the world and then think that you're just going to go to heaven. That is not the case. You have to live a life of being prepared for the one and only Jesus Christ. He is holy. He is righteous. He is the son of God. And so just as you would not expect your son or your daughter to just marry anybody, Jesus is not just going to marry anybody. On the other hand, where it says worship only God for the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. We are to be witnesses of Jesus. Which means we have witnessed him in our own lives, not just in the Bible and not just in the people concerning the people in the Bible, but in our own lives. He is our intercessor as well. He intercedes for us as well as the Holy Spirit. Verses 11 through 21. Then I saw heaven open and a white horse was standing there. His rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. The armies of heaven, dressed in the finest of pure white linen, followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, shouting to the vultures flying high in the sky, Come, gather together for the great banquet God has prepared. Come and eat the flesh of kings, generals, and strong warriors of horses and their riders, and of all humanity, both free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against the one sitting on the horse and his army. And the beast was captured and with him the false prophets who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast. Miracles that deceived all who had accepted the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Both the beast and his false prophets were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This entire army was killed by the sharp sword that came from the mouth of the one riding the white horse, and the vultures all gorged themselves on the dead bodies. I just want to point out that he wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. And if you have any questions about what version I am reading, it is the NLT version. I want people to fully understand that your life is not your own. I want you to understand that everything you do, 
everything that you say and every thought God knows about it. I want you to understand that there are consequences and rewards when it's concerning God. We cannot continue to live in this world and think that we will not pay a price for our actions, for our words, for our thoughts, for our deeds. There is a price that you will pay for being disobedient. And you do you know who the children of disobedience belong to? Satan himself. So you have a father, a spiritual father. Either you serve the father of, in heaven or you serve the, the father of many lies, which is called Satan, and you will end up going to hell. You serve one or the other, whether you believe it or not, whether you go to church or not, whether you are a pastor or not. You choose every day. We all do. We all choose every day what side we're on. And so as I have read Revelations chapter 9, verses 7 through 21, I really want you to read it for yourself. And I didn't want to put my opinion or my perception on it because I think a lot of times we as people can put our two cents in God's word. But the thing about God's word is it is already written. There is nothing that I need to add and there is nothing that I definitely don't need to take away. So I want you to read the word for yourself. I want you to get an understanding that Jesus is coming back and no man knows the day nor the hour. And I think we can all contest to there have been many people who have left our lives in the past two years and we don't know if they were ready or not. And the reason why we don't know if they were ready is because we do not know the last conversation that they had with the Lord. Even if someone has lived their life long all the way through, we don't know if the night that they took that their, their last breath, if they asked God for his, their, his forgiveness and if they repented to him. We don't know that. We may can judge his, his or her character by the way that they live and kind of shrug our shoulders and say, well, I don't know where they went. But... Nobody knows the last moment that anyone spends with the Lord. So I'm going to leave you with this question. If today was the last day of your life, what would you say to the Lord? I hope that it would be a heart of repentance. I hope that you would turn from your wicked ways. I hope that you would confess your sins. For the Bible does says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. So whether you do that here on earth or whether you do that the, the day that you close your eyes and you take your last breath, you will confess that Jesus is Lord. So I pray that this message touched your heart. I pray that this message caused conviction in your heart. I pray that it calls you to think about your own soul, your own salvation. And I pray that you get it right with the Lord. I'm not concerned about how many people listen to it. I don't care if it's two people that listen to this message. If that's what it is, then that is all right with me. That means that's just who it was for. So if you are listening to this message, 
God is saying something to you tonight. So I pray that all is well. I'm going to pray us out and I pray that you have a good night. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as I have read your word, spoken your word, O Heavenly Father, with truth, O God, I pray, O Heavenly Father, that this word is planted deep in their hearts, O Heavenly Father, never to be uprooted again, O God. May this word, O God, open their eyes and their ears and their hearts to your understanding concerning them, O Heavenly Father, and concerning your son, Jesus. I thank you right now, O Heavenly Father, for life health, and strength, O oh God. I thank you right now, O oh God, that today was not our last day. And I thank you, O oh Heavenly Father, for giving us a day that we have never seen and we, have, we will never see again. I thank you, O oh Heavenly Father, for rest on tonight. I thank you for covering our families and our friends. I thank you, O oh God, for covering us, O oh God, yet again, for you have kept all of your promise. You have protected us, O oh Heavenly Father, every day of our lives, O oh Heavenly Father. And I give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you guys.